I'm full of hate and wires. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Mike Russo, and... I'm Tiffany Silverbron. Welcome back, Tiff. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> How you doing today? How was your New Year's? Pretty good. It was mellow. Stayed at home. <laughs> we saw some friends, but made it back to the house by midnight. We didn't want to stay out too late. It was nice, and uh, here we are, 2022. Uh, so we, um, I wanted to ask you, we haven't really had this conversation before. I know me and Will and me and Stan have talked about it, but, um, what Darkwing products did you pick up this year? Um, I didn't get too many this year, but I got the hardcover of the Disney Afternoon Adventures, Justice, Justice Ducks. What'd um, you think of the Chaos God? Had you read that when you were, uh, I've younger? read it before, yeah. <laughs> Good. I, yeah, I like it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and the book is is printed really nice too. It's great. <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. I'm glad they're making more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got the Hot Topic Darkwing shirt that looks kind of like a comic book cover. Right. That's the one um, where Launchpad's laughing and Darkwing's kind of making the pose. And yep. I got that one too. And it has a. I think it says 19 cents, which is such a random number for a comic book. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got the mini backpack, the super expensive mini backpack. <laughs> I I just couldn't. I know I've said it before. <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to buying something like that. Not something I was never gonna wear. <laughs> yeah, I um I think I'm gonna wear it to Disneyland for sure. Yeah, but you'll make that work, man. <laughs> <laughs> With my shirt. <laughs> yeah, totally. Maybe you'll run into Jonathan Beltran when next time you're there. <laughs> yeah. He, live, he lives there. <laughs> I know. I used to go all the time, too, when I lived in L.A., but it's a little far now. <laughs> I have never been one day. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I've never been to Walt Disney World. See, I've been there plenty of times. We were supposed to go in 2020. We were supposed to go in April, so you can guess what happened to that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Right after we canceled, our magic bands came in the mail. We still Aww. have them, but we're probably never going to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't even... It's been so long, I haven't seen Star Wars land. <laughs> yeah, I like to see that sometime. I want to go back to Muppets before they get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> so what else did you pick up this year? And I got the Negaduck Q-Fig, and <laughs> I ordered the Darkwing one, too. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm still waiting for the second one. Um, what do you think of the Negaduck? I like it. I it actually when it came, it had weird oil on it or something. Really? Yeah. So I mean, that's the only thing that was weird. But I think that was some shipping error or something like that. Where'd you order it from? Uh, I'm not sure. My um, fiance actually ordered it for me. Ah, uh, okay. I was gonna ask if you got it from Quantum Mechanics or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. He just knew I really wanted it. <laughs> I, you know, me and Stan were kind of in agreement with this one. If we were to say, pick a choice for figure of the year, toy of the year, we would probably pick that Negaduck. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's definitely like, I think when you look at it online, it looks bigger than it is. It's a decent size, though. I think it looks yeah. smaller because he's hunched over on the statue, on the gargoyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think whoever sculpted the Darkwing did not sculpt the Negaduck. I think there were two different sculptors there. 
Yeah, I mean, they're pretty similar, but yeah. I the faces agree. are pretty different. Mm-hmm. They're so, both nice, though. They look just, there's nothing weird about it. They definitely look like, you know. Well, speaking of weird figures, are you getting the Beast Kingdom, Darkwing and Negaduck? No, I am not. <laughs> I just can't justify it. <laughs> yeah, something's off with it. <laughs> It's a shame because their other figures don't look so bad. Scrooge and Mickey. I, I kind of like their other stuff. Just I just I just not feeling these guys. Not for the price. Definitely not for the yeah. price. But yeah. um a lot of other people are excited about it though. <laughs> yeah, and and more power to them. I just it's a lot of money to spend. Um so moving away from the merchandise, um, little bit of news. It's kind of ironic in a tragic way that me and Stan spent so much time last month talking about David Schwartz, um, who illustrated the Kitty Cat Caper, all the Fluffy Trilogy, Turnabout is Foul Play, and was a storyboard artist on Darkwing Duck. We spent a lot of time talking about him, and he passed away at the end of December. And just, if you'll indulge me, just I'm going to go in a soapbox for a moment, guys. He had just recently beaten cancer. And then contracted COVID and it killed him. I'm just going to say it, guys. It's no joke. Please get vaccinated. That's me on my soapbox. And, you know, I'm very, I very strongly believe in that. I work in childcare, And right now, Omicron is like ravishing our building. People are out. Everyone's okay. No one's really sick. But lots of kids, lots of teachers are out. Classrooms are in quarantine. It's gotten really scary. And... Everyone just go get vaccinated. There's no reason not to. Okay, off my soapbox. <laughs> off my soapbox. Unless you have something you want to add, Tiff. No, that's it. I agree. Everyone okay. get vaccinated. Okay, so down off my soapbox. I'm on planet Earth again. Um, all right. Time to talk about Boom, Darkwing Duck, issue two. Part two of The Duck Knight Returns. Um, I'm going to throw the discussion of the covers over to you, Tiffany, because you had something you wanted to elaborate on. So go ahead. Take it from here. Yeah. So this cover was done by one of my old high school era friends, Jake Myler, who actually did a couple of the um, comic covers. And also, I guess he, he does a lot of stuff for Boom. He did some of the Rescue Rangers and... Um, Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and a lot of stuff on Fraggle Rock. And at the end of the issue, he's the um, artist spotlight. Oh, good for him. Now, this is cover A, correct? Yes. The one they're erroneously crediting to Magic Eye Studios. Yeah. But it's not. It's your friend. I mean, it says both of them, but like the way that it looks, it looks like he did it, so... Maybe that's just the company you worked for or something. Because it's colors just by Jake Myler. Yeah. But this is, like you said, he did a different cover for um, issue one of Darkwing yeah. Bending. And this looks just like his Darkwing in that issue, too. Yeah, totally. And it's it doesn't look. on the It's the incentive cover C where he's on the bridge, kind of crouched down on the bridge. And this doesn't look anything like Magic Eye's cover for uh, issue one. Yeah, so. So I guess maybe they just slipped up. It happens. Um, and cover B is a Silvani cover. 
It's no mistaking that. Okay, I'm going to confess, I know more about cartoons and comics, but I feel like this cover has got to be referencing something. Um, it's possible. I mean, I'm the comic book person, and I'm actually not sure. <laughs> well, Stan, if you're listening, and I know you are, maybe you can let us know. Um, yeah, it's, it's Drake Mallard standing in front of a, you know, a building. His shadow is Darkwing, and if you look really close... There are things oh. related to the fearsome four around him. Oh wait, you're talking about the uh, the not the cover A. You're talking about cover B. Hmm. Let me see. That's the one on with the brick wall. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a a Batman cover actually. Like it looks like it's definitely something from Batman. But anybody listening can give us the exact reference. Let us know, because I'm super curious. A um, Golden Age Batman. Well, of course, you know Golden Age is what inspired Tad Stones in the first place. So, of course, Silvani would reference Golden Age. <laughs> and if you look, you see Banana Brain, you see a plant, you see Megavolt's plug, uh, you see Liquidator on the ground next to him. It's a cool cover. And there was a cover C as well, correct? The Silvani one? Cover C was the one with Darkwing and the villains. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, the C is the one with the panels, I think. The yeah. four panels, yeah. Yeah, I splurged on covers A and B for each issue. I wasn't going to go further than that. <laughs> um, all I right. I have A. <laughs> I was crazy. I told I told a comic book <laughs> guy, get me two of everything. And he did. <laughs> so, um one thing we're going to definitely point out as we go along, and I think I mentioned it last week, is whenever we see references to things in the comic, we will point them out. Because starting here, the comic gets super reference heavy, just in the background. Um, will uses a good word. He calls them Easter eggs, and that's really exactly what it is. If you're paying attention, you'll notice this great stuff in the background. In fact, the very first panel with the Fearsome Four has all of these toys. I'm just going to list all the things that I see, and it's not even all of them. I see a Fozzie bear. I see what looks like Kermit the Frog. It's a frog, but it's got his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see Wheezy the Penguin from Toy Story 2. Um, I see a yellow submarine. Mrs. Potts. I see Woody the Woody from Toy Story again. I see Mr. Potato Head, a duck version of Bo Peep. <laughs> um, some sort of Superman. A Millennium Falcon. And Godzilla. And Ham, possibly. And Ham, possibly, yeah. yeah and, like, maybe even the, the shark toy from Toy Story. Next to Mrs. Potts. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so there is a lot going on in this panel. Including, like, more generic toys, like an Ark, Ants in the Pants, uh, stuff like that. But, um, so, but, speak, but going to the story, though, what's happening right now, Tiff? So, uh... Uh, Megavolt is realizing that he's in the Quacker Works toy warehouse. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, Quack, how far am I going? As far as you, <laughs> as far as you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop you if you go too far. <laughs> All right, so Quacker Jack's talking about how he got a job in the toy warehouse, but... Um, they didn't put him in charge, and that kind of upset him. And he's talking about his new action figure. 
that isn't to be played with. It's to blow up buildings. And I have to say, I love this dark Quacker Jack. This is more in line with what Taz Stones wanted. He wanted the darker Quacker Jack. So this definitely fits what he would have done with the character if he had his way. This Quacker Jack is definitely a lot eviler than the other one was. Um, but that's that's because he has a specific backstory, though, uh, which we get a little bit here. We find more about in the annual, which we have a ways to go before we get to that. Um, Neg Megavolt uses the term nudnik, and that's so Megavolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, and one more Easter egg, maybe, is it looks like it has that Sid's crazy toy in the background of the third panel in the top mm. left. Yes. Yes, I see that. Um, th there was some dialogue change here for the um, Joe Books version. When Quacker Jack says the toys aren't to play with, he says they make things go crack a cow. And <laughs> awesome. in the next crack a thum, and in the next page, the splash page, it says the, the sound effect is crack a thum. So instead of saying they, they blow up buildings, they changed it to him vocalizing the sound effect. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's really cool, the art here of the building exploding. Oh, yeah, it's a great two-page panel. Beautiful. So then we go over to Darkwing, who gets an entrance. He gets one, like, almost every issue. <laughs> uh, this one is, I am the classic rock act that never retires. <laughs> Again, so it's a, yeah, it's a meta thing, because he has not retired. He's back. <laughs> so right now, he's going into the offices of Quackworks to snoop around. A lot of this is just, you know, monologuing, basically monologuing in his head. And we learn that this place just sprung up. Everybody in St. Canard just felt compelled to start this company and work for it. Because he's trying to find who the founder of Quackworks is. And then we get like a giant reference, giant Easter egg. He types in founder. What pops up on the monitor? <laughs> flounder from the little mermaid <laughs> that's a super obvious one <laughs> and he even it even comments uh, no i said founder <laughs> and it says he types it in he goes you know it says quackworks has no official founder it is the creation of like-minded citizens of saint canard who through hard work and a sense of community have built this towering tribute to their town so that's really fishy and then he is grabbed by somebody if you didn't know better and you looked at this character super quick, who would you think it is? Steelbeak. It, you know, it doesn't have, a, you know, obviously it isn't because it doesn't have a rooster tail. Um, but <laughs> yeah. for a second, you think it is Steelbeak. Just for a second. But it's not. It's just some guy. Who does he think Darkwing <laughs> is? He thinks he's a crooner at um, hired to sing at a... Um, retirement party for one of the Quackworks employees. Murray Thwackstein. So <laughs> Darkwing gets dragged away and put in, put in, put into this retirement party right in front of the microphone. <laughs> and he sings. Which, if this was a show, they would have let Jim Cummings sing a whole song. Um, I love that it's uh, my runny turpentine. <laughs> which is which? What song is he referencing? My funny Valentine. <laughs> Sweet paint varnish, oil removing turpentine. 
it's it's funny I, I love jokes like this i love that the comic takes time out just for jokes yeah so next we see the fearsome four again in a vehicle shaped like quacker jack's face <laughs> and megavolt says did you have any time for personal projects while working <laughs> at the toy department and quacker jack's like what <laughs> And, and that vehicle is pretty wacky. <laughs> I love it, though. It's yeah. really cool. And Megavolt is about to mention Negaduck. And what do Bushroot and Liquidator do? They say, don't ever mention his name. And this moment, um, Liquidator is, like, out of his own character. and doesn't use any puns. And, and Megavolt comments on it. Which I think is great because back when I did the review of Liquid Diet, I said that one of the things I didn't like about it was that they didn't have him talking in um, his slogans. And right. for a second reading this, I was thinking, are they doing that again? But it's great that they acknowledged it <laughs> for an so they go, Yeah, it's true. So they go into another toy store, and this is when Quackerjack starts to rant about how terrible it was working at the Quackworks, everyone telling him what to do and what not to do, and everyone stifling his plans and how he works for morons. And yeah. um, I feel like that's supposed to be another like commentary kind of on the how everyone now that's older talks about how like, yeah, toys when we were kids were crazy and dangerous, and now they're all, you know, mellow and safe. So I thought that was kind of cool, too. <laughs> what? You you mean like they shouldn't still be making lawn darts? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> so um, it turns out that this is only part one of a revenge scheme that all the other villains get to participate in, which makes Megavolt happy. Because Megavolt is in a mood in this, in this issue, in this story in general. He is in a mood. Yeah. Everybody in this like story is a lot moodier. excited about anything. <laughs> Everybody in this story is a lot moodier. So they blow up the toy store. They, everything's blown up. And the crime bots show up. And then all hell breaks loose. Why? And the crime bots um, comment and say, oh, it's the Fearsome Five, but without their leader, Negaduck. And this super duper angers Quacker Jack. <laughs> he snaps. Like Quacker Jack beats up the crime bot with his bare hands. <laughs> like this is a really seriously hardcore Quacker Jack. And he takes some of the parts from the crime bots and builds himself a new Mr. Banana Brain. <laughs> One of my favorite lines, he goes, hello, folks, I'm full of hidden wires. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> it's it's creepy the banana brain yeah. robot i think it, i think officially it's called mecha banana brain <laughs> yeah the dark quacker jack is so great so we cut we cut to goslin i mean if it was an episode we cut to goslin finally <laughs> um so she hears in the news that toy stores are getting blown up and clearly the villains are doing it because it's three extravagantly dressed people and their friend who may or may not be a talking puddle of water <laughs> And it also mentions um, older listeners may remember colorful characters as short purple fellow <laughs> and his nemesis, Sparky Guy. So Goslin gets on a bus. Where does she take the bus to? She goes to um, 
an airplane hangar in Duckburg. Yep. And they're very they're very coy about it because the whole the the sign Duckburg Airport Airfield is mostly cut off, and you mm-hmm. can just see the money bin off to the side. So yep, she goes all the way to Duckburg. We know who she's looking for. So what happens to Gaz? The airplane starts moving and flying, and she doesn't know what to do. And Who all of a up? sudden, Launchpad shows up. All right, Launchpad. <laughs> all right, so we're back at the retirement party. It is Darkwing being congratulated. I guess the song is over. And he meets uh, Murray Thwackstein, who, I swear, who who is this guy modeled after? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Carl from Up. Oh, yeah. He even has the walker <laughs> with the tennis balls. Oh, yeah. Totally. I don't know why I didn't see that. <laughs> if I didn't mention it before, uh, this issue came out in July 2010. We should definitely <laughs> take time to say that, which was only a year after Up came out. So not very long. It was a pretty recent Disney reference. So... Yeah, Murray talks about how everyone had the compulsion just to start working on these crime bots, but he thinks their programming's going haywire, and he gives Darkwing the security code to get in and uh, figure out what's going on. Because as he says, my memory is better than most, and I know a hero when I see one. So, Darkwing tries to get in. What attacks him? A big group of guard dogs. And that's, that, that makes sense. I mean, guard dogs. And he says, suck gas, femur, chewers. I love that. But what's even funnier is what attacks him next. Guard flamingos. Guard flamingos. But again, we're going to say this a lot. This is so Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Like, only Darkwing Duck would get away with a joke that's stupid. <laughs> With the the same spiked dog collars on their necks. (laughs) So um, we're almost done with the issue, but we finally check back in on Honker, who... So sad. He's, yeah, he's all jailed up, and there's a voice talking to him. Now, the main villain of this story arc is a mystery for now, which is great, because if this was an episode, I don't know how they would have hid the voice. Yeah, for sure. Honker says he recognizes the voice, but Honker has been a lot of villains, so who who knows who this is? But the comic has a has the benefit of not being audio, so we don't know who this guy is yet. But Honker is strapped to a chair. Yeah, I and was gonna say I love that moment where he's like, sit. It's like sit in the chair, and then he does it, and he's like, wow, you're the first person to do that. As soon as I asked. And then when Honker says, I know that voice from somewhere, the voice says, there, there, shut up. <laughs> that's a, that's the, all we see of Honker, in this one at least. Um, now we come to a really great piece of art of Darkwing spotting all the crime bots getting built. And all of them have cowboy hats and chains. And there's a line of dialogue here they took out for the Definitively Dangerous edition. Darkwing's line, all this time, I thought someone had a unique way of enjoying the weekend. Yeah, I love that. Disney made them pull that. Aww. For the Definitively Dangerous edition. <laughs> Not the first time in this story arc alone, dialogue is gonna get, is, is changed for um a reason like that. It's pretty subtle, though. 
you know what? I could have I could imagine him saying it on the show. Yeah. Maybe. So what happens? They all um, spot Darkwing and say, "Intruder detected." <laughs> and then Darkwing looks directly at the reader and goes, "Yipes!" Which is so true so, to Darkwing like, Duck. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's very Chuck Jones too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's attacked by them. They're blasting holes in his cape. That's very Darkwing Duck to get blasted like that. Yeah, and then the next line I can hear in the show too. Darn, an unjammable system. <laughs> and now everything starts to rumble, and Darkwing says, I remember this. What do you think that means? Another reference that we heard earlier of um, him saying that. Oh, from the first issue? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because some of these stories are full of odd dialogue that doesn't make sense to me. So once in a while, the character's going to say something, and I'm like, what? But yeah, that makes sense. And just before things get crazy, who shows up? Launchpad. Crashing right into the building. And he's in the thunderquack. Hey, W, how's things? (laughs) And to be continued. And then, of course, we have um, the creator of the month in the back of the comic, your friend, Jake Myler. And we we see what Boom was doing around this time. They had license for Cars and Incredibles, which, as Aaron Aaron Sparrow explained, that's what Disney wanted Boom to do, the Pixar stuff. It was a fight to get Darkwing going. Mm -hmm. We see the Muppet Show comic they were doing, and they were doing more Uncle Scrooge and tying it into DuckTales, which eventually pays off, like, 18 issues down the road for Darkwing. <laughs> but yeah, Boom was like doing a lot at the time. In the end, they bit off of more than they can chew. But we'll get there. So that's issue two of The Duck Knight Returns. And uh, what do you think of this one, Tiffany? Um, I really liked it. Again, um, it's, it's very true to the show with the dialogue. The art is, again, amazing. Um. Yeah, I don't have... Yeah, you get to see Dark Quackerjack, which I love. I love that, yeah. <laughs> um, if I was going to say have any problem with it, just as an issue, is it? it's a little bit of a filler issue. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, I don't know. If I was going to rate it, I'd probably give it, I don't know, a four because of that. Okay. I, I think that's about what I'd give it to. Um, you're right, it is kind of filler, and it, and it jumps locations very fast without much buildup. Like Fearsome Four, then Darkwing, then Goslin, then back to Darkwing. It jumps around a lot. Yeah. Um, but the stuff with Quackerjack, Dark Quackerjack, is fantastic. The the um, the retirement party jokes are great. The Steelbeak fake out's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, the mystery about who's behind all of this with Honker is good, too. You did not know what it was when this comic was brand new. Like, literally, they they kept this secret. And yeah. it's well-drawn. The references are fun. It's it's a good comic. The, you know, honestly, the entire first story arc is strong. Yeah, for sure. And the dialogue is good. I can hear these characters in my head. It's 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 great. I, I think the entire, the first arc is my favorite. Um but it's strong. I'm going to give it a four, just like you. I, yeah, the first two, I think, are really good. <laughs> so, 
So that's all we have for this week. We reviewed the comic. We talked a little bit about some merchandise and the sad passing of uh, David Schwartz. Um, so join us next week when we do issue three. Um, what happens? Launchpad saves Darkwing, but you know why do they have their falling out? What's happening with Quackerjack? Who's the master criminal behind all of this? We're not going to say who it is yet. Um, I mean, if you've read it, you know. But if you haven't read it, what are you listening to us for? Go find it. Um, but anyway, that's next week, part uh, issue three, part three of this. Um, and we are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all podcast apps, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher, Spotify. I said it already, didn't I? Um, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, a Pocket Cast and Radio Public. You know I do this all by memory. I don't write this down. Do you think by now I would have? Um, and you can watch us on YouTube, of course. Like I said last week, you can find that virtual panel Will did to hear more about the comics creation from Aaron Sparrow and James Silvani, which is just a great listen. I won't mention it every week, but I'm mentioning it frequently now. So you guys go listen. Um, and you can join our um, social media um, communities on uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Reddit. And I have to thank Stan for running most of those again. Thank you, Stan. Um, Tiffany, is there anything you want to plug? Um, any any shout-outs to anybody you'd like to do before we go? Um, yeah, I guess I want to give a shout-out to Jake Myler. <laughs> Woo! And uh, you can find him on social media, too. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fantastic. And... Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Tiffany Silver Braun and on YouTube at Radioact Tiffany. All right. What about Regurgitating Gertie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram at Regurgitating Gertie for all my fan art. I, I love that name. I know I've said it many times before, but it's a, that's a perfect name. How did you come up with that? I was thinking I wanted something to just imply that I'm rehashing like other properties because oh, I have... Yeah regular art page which is all like my stuff and then i oh, wanted one of all it's meta i like that <laughs> yeah. i thought you just being like random and ridiculous i didn't know that was meta fantastic all right so i guess that's it for today join us next week for issue three um until then uh have a good night and uh stay dangerous bye take care everybody <laughs>